Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of. You guys ready for this? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say it at the same time. Ready? Sure. Arcade Parlor. Arcade Parlor. We're back. Someone is doing podcast. And they're doing it on the internet, and we're the first ones to do it, and we're even doing it about video games. Can you believe it? Ashley, can you believe it? I can't believe it. No one else has thought to do this. I can't believe it. It's finally happening. (laughs) I'm looking around the room. I already said your name, uh, Ashley. We're just going to start with you. I've already said your name. Ashley, I'm joined by you here. How are you doing today? You know what? It's a great day. Uh, It is February 4th. It's a Saturday night. It is on the East Coast, 7.37 p.m., I'm in Florida. It's beautiful. It's warm. I feel for you all uh, where it's not, and uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. This is like every every episode we we start off with what what's the Florida weather <laughs> uh, compared to us that are that are not. What what is the weather right now? It is. Ashley? I want to say it's in the upper 70s right now, and Shut upper up. 70s. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's actually 72. It's kind of cool here. It's a little it's a little chilly. <laughs> it's 32 that which is actually quite warm for michigan right now that it actually feels kind of good outside right now <laughs> uh jackson i am also joined by you here today what's the weather like first off what's the weather like in the utah weather? today give me two seconds golly i didn't i didn't think you'd want to know that the weather is like here where i'm at <laughs> he's not prepared it's it's a solid 40 degrees about I got, four, I got okay. a little bit of warmth. It's a, it's not freezing over here. Okay, okay, a little, a little over forty. Okay, it's not bad. Uh, and, and, and I, I should have always, I should have started with this, but I got, I, ever our listeners, I am Pancho Taco, David, uh, your host here today, and of course I'm joined by these amazing people every every month. I uh, love having them on here, but we're also joined by a a, a fourth chair here. We're joined by our fourth chair here, uh, our fifth guest. I'm looking at the charts. Yes, this you're our fifth guest. You're our fifth guest. Guys, I am happy to say that we are joined today by chess underscore WC of twitch.tv. Chess, how are you doing? What is up, folks? Everybody, pleasure to be here. Really honored. You guys rock. <laughs> how are you guys doing? <laughs> You're doing fantastic, and yeah, I'm I'm super happy to have you on here. Uh, you're you're the late night you're the late night stream. Uh, always <laughs> a good time, and you're in your uh, in uh, always a good time time timeios. I, I don't know, everything is O's, right? <laughs> <N's> and O's. <laughs> always a good timeio in your in your stream. Your stream. Wow. He tried. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I need to just stop. I, I need to leave this to the expert. <laughs> I would say time. You've been doing this way long. <laughs> yeah, it's the same time it's not time <laughs> Chess, it is awesome to have you on here. On behalf of RK Parlor here, uh, we're super happy to have you on here. I knew I knew when uh we were talking about who should we reach out to next. Uh the very first person that came to all of us was we gotta get Chess on here. Uh, and we reached out and 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 we we knew without a doubt you would definitely say yes. You you'd you'd want to get on here. So we are and again and we are just happy that you're on here with us. What an honor. For reals. <laughs> um, so, Chess. Yes. We're going to start off with the number one question I know okay. everybody listening has. 
Your name, Chess WC. Okay. Does the WC <laughs> stand for water closet? Uh, I can't answer. No, I'm kidding. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Disappointment <laughs> everywhere. Mind blown. <laughs> Do you want to know what it stands for? Sure. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think our listeners would. Okay, so basically, uh, I guess I'll do a quick little history. I think it was like 2017, I started to come by to Twitch, and I became a, a level submitter. I was at Poi My Webo. I was just, <laughs> I, I even remember like submitting levels, and and people like, are you even here? You know, like... Uh, that type of behavior, but I quickly corrected it. <laughs> but I just wanted to see my levels played. <laughs> and uh, back then, I uh, I used the, the name of a chess club that I run. I ran a chess club uh, here in Florida. And uh, it was just the name of my chess club. And I, I used the name uh, for, for like social media. So I was basically using the name of my chess club being on Twitch. And uh, when I decided that I was going to hang out here for sure, like I was like really liking Twitch and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hang out here. I see myself hanging out here. I'm going to abbreviate the, the name just to make it a little bit shorter. Uh, I mean, not to make it shorter. I'm sorry. A little bit more private. You know, uh, I, I abbreviated the name for privacy reasons. Sure. And uh, but also, you know, I could be I could have named myself something else. But the reason I kept chess was because people called me chess in the Mario Maker community. They were like, yo, chess, what's up? And I was like, chess, I like that. So I just abbreviated to chess underscore WC. So it's, unfortunately, I can't say what it is for privacy, but it's basically the name of my chess club abbreviated with, and I threw the ND underscore, you know? Okay. The lore. lore. I know. I, I appreciate. Yeah, lore. I I appreciate learning lore. I I know. I know many many people do. So hey, that, that that's cool. I I know. I know. It's 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 the meme. It's the joke. Yeah, chess yeah. water closet, right? Yeah. My favorite thing is when people come into your stream chat. We we raid you a lot, like especially uh me and Dave Panchotaco, because we're uh -huh. on late and you're on after us and. Poncho Dave has a great raid message he always posts in your, in your chat every time. Does the WC stand for water closet? And all our people spam it. And you are so sweet every time when you just say, yes. <laughs> just defeated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, another reason that I kept it is is I I uh, I asked a friend of mine, like, yo, should I should I change it? Because WC is water closet. And they were like, I think that's funny. You should keep it just for it that. Is. And I was like, okay, done. <laughs> so it is. It's, 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 it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> so the WC, it, it stands for a chess club that you, uh, were, were a part. You, you said yes. you, you ran the chess club. You were, you were the, yes. like the, you ran it. Okay. Yes. Uh, I can get into it really quick. I've always liked chess. Sure. I guess I can tell the whole chess story now really quick. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chess is in my name, and uh, it's very important for me. Chess is something that I actually i I've been playing chess almost every day since uh, when I wake up for the last like 
12, 13 years. Wow. I really, it's it's been a routine for me and it kind of wakes my brain up. And uh, I've always liked chess and, and uh, my dad taught me the, uh, I'll try to try to move along, but my dad taught me the moves when I was like seven or eight. And he actually told me a story, a uh, family story. And the story went that my great grandfather was like the national champion of Panama. I'm from Panama, Central America. And, uh, you know, obviously when you're seven, eight years old, you're like, wow. <laughs> and uh, my dad's like, yeah, your great grandfather was the champion of Panama. And uh, he also played in a simultaneous exhibition against Jose Raul Capablanca, which is which was at the time the world champion of Cuba. I mean, the um, the, fro- the world champion, but he was from Cuba. The Cuban grandmaster, Jose mm-hmm. Raul Capablanca, was the world champion, and he dominated. I think he held the title for like 12 years. And he went to Panama, and he did a, a, a simultaneous exhibition. That means that, you know, they go to the, the, the best chess clubs in every country, traveling around, and just lining up like 25 chess players against one person, and he will destroy everybody. Wow. And he, he did destroy wow. everybody uh, that day. And my, my great-grandfather was, was in there, in that group. And the family story was, he could have gotten a draw. Like, your great-grandpa <laughs> could have gotten a draw. Like, that was the family story. Wow. The, and the craziest wow. thing, the craziest thing is that I found the game notation on the internet. What? Somebody from a chess from the chess club wrote it down, or it was you know when chess players play each other, they they notate the games. And obviously, if you're gonna play the world champion, that's you frame that you know the game notation. So oh, yeah. somebody had it in the chess yeah. club in Panama, and somebody one day decided to upload it on the internet, and I found it, and my family didn't even know. And I share with my family. That was epic. Like, what? Amazing, amazing. (laughs) That is is incredible. Like, yeah. I mean, it's family history, and it's like none. It 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 wasn't even in the family, and somebody else had it, and you just came across it. Yeah. And I even had a master analyze it. And this takes me to the next part of the story. Uh, I lived briefly in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I. when I move, I'm a music teacher and a drum set teacher. Uh, and uh, when I moved to Georgia, I couldn't find a lot of teaching jobs. So I found a chess teaching job. And I was like, I love teaching. I love chess. Let's do it. So I started teaching chess. And uh, I was a chess coach and I taught like after school. And uh, I guess I got pretty involved in the chess scene. And one of the cool things about the, the job that, that I thought was really cool is that they invited us to the chess club. And the the whole reason behind this invitation was so that we kind of learn our place and just, you know, have a <laughs> bunch of kids beat us in chess. Wow. Like, destroy us. Like, and that happened to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so good at chess. Yeah. And then I start playing and I, like, a seven-year-old just destroys me on the chessboard. And I'm like, oh, my God. seven-year-old. <laughs> I love it. There's a bunch of kids just lining up. Yeah. You're like, what and am I doing? It was so obvious that they did that, too. Like, it was like a rite of passage. 
and I quickly learned, wow. And uh, so, anyways, I actually, then out of nowhere, I decided to Google my, the other chess coaches. I was like, who are these people? Like, I was just curious one day. And I Googled this guy, and I'm like, Master 2200. I was like, what? Next guy I Googled, 2300 FIDE International Chess Writing. I was like, what? So I was like, yo, teach me. And I, you know, followed this chess guy around, and I bought him sandwiches. Like, I'll buy you lunch. You teach me. And, uh, you know, learn what I could here and there. And uh, basically, I... I had a suitcase full of chess pieces. And when I when I moved out, the job from uh, when I moved out, I was returning all the chess pieces. I had like I'm talking about like 20 boards, 20 chess boards. And the my my job, my boss was like, "You know what? Keep it, start some chess. Start wow. some chess wherever you go." So I went to a uh uh I I moved back to Florida and I started a chess club uh at I had a roommate who who worked at a brewery and I was like let's do it every month and I did it and the people couldn't get enough of it so it became weekly. People were like every month are you kidding? <laughs> like weekly. So I did it weekly and I I did it for 5 years and for wow. free for free and the reason i kept doing it was because people always thank me like i don't know why you're doing this but please don't stop this is amazing i met so many cool people and also you know i i ended up you know getting free food uh and and drinks from uh from a little bar where we ended up doing it a little uh and it was a late night chess club by the way it was a 9 p.m chess club and i thought that was very interesting because it was more geared towards you know people a little bit older you know it's not like a, a, a coffee house chess club at like 9 a.m or sure it's like late mm-hmm. night uh more like an adult chess club really really cool and i always got comments i got comments i'm proud to say people would say like this is the best chess club in town people would tell me that and one wow. day one day this guy walked in he was from the newspaper i was like what like the 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 main newspaper uh, of where I live. <laughs> and he talked to me for a little bit and then they were like, yo, this is so cool. Uh, let me get my lights and I'll be back. And they they interviewed me and, and people from the chess club. They even did a video uh, and we were on the, on the front page of the local and it was like, what? It was so amazing. It was so amazing. That's awesome. And we had a lot of people come in after that. It kind of like blew up a little bit after that. It was amazing. Super proud of that. And it's so cool that I, I just did it because I loved it. And, you know, I tend to do things like that too, not caring about like, you know, uh, if it's a business or something like that. I don't know. I just kind of did it and it, it turned out to be super cool, you know. That's awesome. Do you, do you ever, uh, do you ever um, go to... Have you ever played in the park? Chess in the park. No, I actually have been to New York and I wanted to go to Washington Square Park, which is in a bunch of movies and YouTube videos. Uh, but I never had a, had a, had a chance to do that. But I have played, uh, here in Florida with like somebody who's like, you know, pay me five bucks and I'll play you or, or something <laughs> like that. 
but nothing like I I don't recall that. But you know, I have played with a lot of friends, and and typically we where, wherever we hang out, there's always a chessboard or, you know, like a friend from Panama came to visit me the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and you know, of course I'm gonna play chess with him, and you know we hang out and we play, and when I went to Panama recently, we went to hang out and. Two chessboards, a couple of people playing. I don't know. I, that's just me and my friends. We we just happen to play, you know. No, that's cool. I I, I like I like that vibe. Just people hanging out, uh, eating some good food, drinking whatever, yeah. and uh, just playing some chess Bust and staying up late playing chess. Yeah, super fun. Yeah. It's gonna be a I wild night. Break out that chessboard. I dig it, and and people like it too. And and we always get people like super curious come in and they're like even though they might not be like super good chess players uh you know they just come to play and a quick story there was this guy in my chess club that he would like demolish everybody he would he was the best and you know after a couple of weeks i felt bad and i talked to him and i was like hey man i'm sorry we're so bad and he looks at me and he's like dude i come here for the fun this is amazing. Aww. I love chess. I don't. So it's you know you get a lot of that too. So it's it's just for fun. It's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, so you have like the masters coming in, but they're just they're just there to have fun. Yeah, that's, cool. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. So you also mentioned something about uh, that you you are you were a music teacher, and then yes. you also were really into chess. So that's when you got into kind of teaching chess. Yeah. Talk about, let's hear about the music. Let, let, let's hear, like, uh, okay. how, how for, yeah, go, you, you do, you, you, you tell the story. Go ahead. Okay, so when I was 13, uh, I guess somehow I wanted a drum set. I wanted to, to, to play drums. I think I was 12 when I heard Nirvana, Nevermind. And Dave Grohl got me to pick up the sticks. I, I watched uh, In Bloom. I remember watching In Bloom. By Nirvana on MTV. Yep. Or I guess I did watch it on MTV. And I watched Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. And I remember those, those just my eyes going directly to the drummer. Uh, you know, every, you know, every uh, musician kind of has uh, a story of like how their instrument kind of hooked them. Or... So that was it for me. And I wanted to, to play the drums. And then I begged my parents for two years. And finally, at age 15, they got me a drum set. And not long after, I was like, I want to be a drummer for the rest of my life. That This is it. And I also remember that I made a promise to myself back then, to my future self. I said, if you're 60 years old and you don't have long hair and you're not playing drums, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so far, so good. Uh I'm, you're doing you're doing two of those <laughs> two of the three <laughs> so basically i that was it for me i wanted to be a drummer and i ended up studying drums uh i did briefly pick up the violin and the viola uh i feel like i did that a little bit to convince my dad my dad kind of didn't like the drums too much and he wasn't like he wasn't sold on on the on on me playing drums. Also, I like metal, heavy metal, 
a lot. And it was just like, you know, I, I don't blame my dad for, you know, imagine, you know, it, I don't know. Parents don't it understand. Very loud, <laughs> cookie monster screaming. <laughs> my dad's like no so i was like okay okay so i picked up the violin and his dad plays played the violin and uh i remember that he kind of came to uh, to see me at a recital at school and i was playing violin for like a like a string quartet and i made him cry because his dad played violin and uh i think that got me to support uh that got that got me his support but also when I got into jazz, when I got into jazz, that's when my, and I got into jazz drumming, that's, you know, my dad was like, okay, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I ended up studying at a university music. And when I, when I started studying jazz, uh, jazz drums, jazz drums and performance, I was all over the place, hanging out with so many different groups of, of, of of people, music, musical groups, like the composers, the classical musicians, the jazzers, uh, you know, the percussionists. And I got into composition and I ended up studying composition as well. And then I got into, uh, I got into electronic music too. There was an electronic music program. I ended up doing a triple degree. Wow. I, kind of went crazy and and wow. not only that but i i would like i would go to the to the library and and rent dvds of like art and interviews i wanted to soak up everything and learn everything i i did a little acting class and i got in a play when i went to panama that summer uh i just wanted to i told myself if you're going to be an artist uh you know you better kind of not be afraid and and, uh, you know, <clears throat> get outside the box and, and, you know, explore many things. And, and, and it kind of reminds me of a, of an assignment. And this is another bit of lore, I guess, lore. Uh, because lore. I was in composition school and I'm a drummer. And, you know, I, uh, back then, like I used the piano as a composition tool. Uh, but, you know, I couldn't play like with two hands or anything. I would just like melodically. Uh, with my right hand, figure out melodies and write them down, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so one of the, uh, the assignments, it, it, was, it, it blew my mind. Uh, the teacher goes, okay, so for, for next week, uh, here's the assignment. Learn a pop song on piano and sing it in front of the whole class. Oh, I was my like, God. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so he was like, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the, that's the, that's the assignment. See you next week. And that blew my mind. And when you think about it, that's, that was amazing. What a great assignment because you have to go for it. Even if you're a bad singer, you just have yeah. to, what if you're a composer and you're like trying to explain to your singer what you want or, you know, you gotta, you gotta be unafraid. And so I ended up, uh, I ended up, Picking part of your world from the Little Mermaid. Oh, and I yeah. okay, <laughs> okay. It's all making sense. Yeah, and I sang it in front of the class, and it was a life changing experience, you know. And uh, I had a, a great time 
I even like I, I'm proud to say that I that I won like composer of the semester one. Oh my one god! Semester. Like what? Wow! And uh, I did end up studying jazz drums and getting my degree. Uh, I love it. I love jazz, but it's to me like it's not like oh I'm a jazzer. You know I I I can't. I'm all over the place. Like I I kind of like that. I even also uh, ended up doing some. Some small theatrical stuff at at school, for example, somebody kind of asked me to write uh like a theater piece for them, and I was like, because I, I like I like writing, I like drawing and writing. When I was when I was younger, uh, I loved graphic design. Uh, I did a lot of stuff on 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 uh, Microsoft Paint, or oh, you know, yeah. I I think Windows three point one. Paint is the best one. They they kind of messed it up after that. Windows ninety five. <laughs> I messed up paint. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, I basically kind of sacrificed everything for music. Once once I decided to be a drummer, I kind of did that. But but sometimes I kind of do dabble in, in in stuff like that, and it was really cool to to kind of write a, a little theater piece with dialogue and stuff like that. It was so fun. But yeah, basically that was my my, my experience. With the music, and uh, while I was in music school, I started teaching. And I'll be honest, teaching in the beginning for me was like survival. Like, oh, I want to be a musician. I want to, you know, play gigs. But you know, when when the gigs aren't floating around that much, and you know, gigs are are you guys know what gigs are? But in case you don't know what it is, it's like paid performances like oh friday mm-hmm. night i'm playing here and saturday night i'm playing here and, and usually get paid as a musician and musicians you know depend on that uh so a lot of musicians teach on the side so i remember teaching uh just like hey i gotta teach let's let's see you know and 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 sit down and do the interview and you tell them you know your experience i did have experience teaching that i did in panama uh for i i taught for free in a uh, uh, like a foundation, just to, to to help out somebody with their touring, and that was like my experience that I cited uh, when when I was interviewed. And you know, as soon as I got the teaching gig, I would teach like five days a week, typically. Uh, hmm. And in the beginning, as I was saying, it was more like, oh, I need to teach as a supplemental income to to supplement. My music, which is my passion, you know, I'm a musician slash teacher, but that has changed. I have fallen in love with teaching a lot. I love teaching. It's super rewarding. And I currently, that's what I do for a living. I teach drum set and I teach one-on-one at a music school, Uh, typically like half an hour lessons, but it's like I sit with the student and help them be better drummers and, and teach them how to play drums from scratch. All ages. I've taught uh, as young as two, believe it or not, two years old. Wow. I have a three-year-old drummer uh, that had a breakthrough in the last two weeks that I taught uh, on Friday yesterday. Three years old. I'm not even kidding. Like playing Eye of the Tiger, ACDC Back in Black, hitting the cymbals, keeping the beat, doing fills. Little prodigy. Do it. Do it. They, they doing the, the bass. They doing the bass drum too. The bass drum too. I'm not kidding. I could. I could show you a video and, be, and you'd be like, oh, 
And I have a, wow. f- a five-year-old, he just turned six, who is, I've been teaching for over 15 years. And in my entire career, I have never seen a kid this good. He's six years wow. old and he plays like a musician. He's wow. like listening and doing drum fills and dynamic. And, and, you know, basically this kid has been, uh, I'm not a, a big believer in talent, believe it or not, as a music teacher. Uh, I think it's passion. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of young musicians that are really good and uh, not to take credit away from them because it's hard work, but a lot of them have, have, have parents that are musicians, you know, Mozart, uh, it, this is a great example that I always tell people like Mozart. Yes. Mozart wrote his first symphony at age nine. This Mozart was a beast, but his dad was a composer. <laughs> you know, his dad was a composer, established composer. Like, so, you know, it comes from somewhere, but sometimes, sometimes I cannot, I can't, in the case of this kid, I can't deny, like, this kid's so talented. So <laughs> I, I do use that word, but in a teaching, uh, in a teaching context, I try not to use it. And I tell people a lot, uh, especially students, like, that it's better to not think like that. It's better to think mm-hmm. hard work, passion, you know, do what you love, get good at it. Uh, you know, I like that, by the way, do what you love and the money will come, come after. I, I like to put that in, in between. Get good. <laughs> get good. Get, do get what you good. Love. Get good. Then <laughs> exactly. Get good. It's, it's the answer to everything. Just, just get good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can apply it anywhere. Uh, so yeah, I, it's, it, it's, it's very obvious you have passion for music. I mean, just coming into your stream. Uh, especially if you come into it, if you come into the stream with a raid or something yes. like that, you know it immediately. We know first off, chess, you're sitting there playing a game and then the raid comes in. Your mind, your mind is blown every time a raid comes out. I can see it. Your mind is blown a raid. And then you go over to the piano and you, you, you play a song for the raid. Now, question from me and I'm sure other people who yes. have seen this happen. Are you just doing the music just off the top of your head? You know the tune, you're playing it, or do you have sheet music, or what? What are you, what are you doing? Okay, so a uh, little bit of backstory in in mm-hmm. 2015, uh, I decided to take a little bit of piano lessons, and I didn't like it at all. I didn't like the lessons, and to me, that's a big thing. And I, I tell that to, to my students too. Fun is the most important thing. And I wasn't having fun in the piano lesson. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have fun. I'm going to learn some Nintendo tunes. And so that song, Mario, uh, the Mario 2 Overworld, Mario 2 USA, or Super Mario Bros. 2, uh, the Nintendo game. So I used to yep. play that with, with my right hand. Mm-hmm. Ever since, I'm going to say like, I'm talking about like 20 years ago. I always liked that tune, and I always I knew it uh, with my right hand only. And I remember playing like Mega Man, uh, even like I'm talking about like I'm talking in in some cases like I'm I'm gonna say late 90s. You know, I I always like Me- Mega Man 2 and Mario 2 are my favorite games uh, of all time when it comes to nostalgia. And you know, I would play like. 
Dr. Wiley theme. Yes. But only with my right hand. Just melodically training my ear. And I, I guess I got good at intervals. And, and you know, I a lot of musicians uh, find it really easy to, to hear a melody and play it. So some stuff is with, 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 uh, with, uh, by ear. For example, the other day I was playing another streamer's song by ear and I did a little performance at by ear and I kind of figured it out. Or somebody requests a song like, can you play this? Oh, and I, I try to do it by ear and I learn it on stream. But the songs that you hear, such as Mario 2, uh, back in 2015, I grabbed a, I bought a book with the, with the, uh, like a Mario book. I, I'm, you know, I have it back there. You know, there's a Minecraft book right there. I bought some piano books, but it's, I always do this. I, I buy the piano book and I open it up and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it by you. You're going to figure it out yourself. <laughs> I totally get it. It's just easier. If, you, yeah. if, if piano's not your first instrument, it's just yeah. easier sometimes if you are a musician yeah. to just say, I'm just going to figure this out myself and make my own yeah. little arrangement. Yeah. And so basically with Mario 2, uh, I, decided that I was going to add my a left hand. So basically in 2015, I started to learn piano with my left hand, which was eight years ago. And I learned that I did an arrangement of Mega Man 3 uh, title theme. Uh, I learned this one. I did use the book. I learned uh, Midna's Lament. Uh, from, from Twilight Zelda. Princess? From Twilight, Twilight Princess, Princess. yeah. yeah. Twilight. I, I can picture the song. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really pretty song. Yeah, yeah, really, you played really that beautiful. the other night when I rated yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I actually, uh, when you rated uh, Poncho, I played Zelda. I think Ashley wanted me to, to try that. I'll, I'll try it next, next time for you. And I also yes, have to yeah. practice it because I'm a little bit rusty. I'm a little bit rusty on that one. <laughs> so basically, let's say that I have... Uh, four or five Nintendo tunes that I worked on. Uh, I guess I'll get into some music later. Maybe I should mention that some of that is is kind of bled into my band because I play in a video game cover band. We'll get into that later, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> uh, the piano itself, I just taught myself a couple of Nintendo tunes. I told myself, learn what you love. You love the video game tunes. <laughs> And I was kind of obsessed with video game tunes uh, back then because I was playing video games. Uh, I got into video games after many years. I got back into video games after many years of not playing because of music. And so when I got back into video games, I started to kind of really like nostalgically, uh, you know, get affected by these songs. Such a, and, and the number one that did it for me was DuckTales The Moon. Just oh. hearing that. I was like, I think I had a tear in my eye when I heard that because it was like so nostalgically triggering. Like I was like, oh my, no, why? So I started playing and uh, I started to fall in love with these, with uh, these, this music again. And so I was like, I'm going to learn that on the piano. And so fast forward uh, to Twitch before I knew I was going to, before I streamed. I decided, I made a decision 
I'm going to play piano every time they raid. I That's one of the things that I, I, I loved about Twitch. I thought the raids were awesome. Mm-hmm. When I when I was on Twitch watching and people would get sure. raided or people would raid, I was like, that's awesome. That's what kind of makes Twitch different, the raids. And I really, really liked the raids. And I uh, when I started streaming, I thought that was a really good vehicle to kind of help my stream. Is by welcoming everybody from the raid and you know saying hi to everybody, but also like playing piano as a welcome. And I felt, what's the best thing that I can play on the piano? And it's Mario too because that left hand walking bass, but while you're doing the melody, it's cra- It took me a while to practice, so that's the most impressive thing that I can do on the piano. Yeah. And that's why I play that song every time I get rated. But I do switch it up every now and then. I'm what I'm what I've been I've been trying to to tell myself like ah, I should have a better a bigger repertoire when people raid and whatnot. But what I'm trying to do, uh, I don't have a lot of time to to you know to do that sort of stuff because uh, I'm mainly a drummer. But what I've been doing is that I I want to give different streamers that raid a lot like a more personal song. For example, you know, this one streamer, I would play Final Fantasy. So I'm like, oh, I'm learning Final Fantasy. And every time they okay. raid, I learn it a little bit more. I learn it a little bit more. And, you know, I, that way I, I'm kind of learning, playing different things. Uh, and also, you know, just kind of, uh, it's, it's personal. It's like, oh, they like this song. That's why I'm going to play this song. They like this song, you know, like that. Well, that's really cool. I want to say for the listeners when when Chess said that he played part of your world uh, Uh for school, me and Ponjo were like, oh, because that's a popular one for you, too. (laughs) I hear a lot of people because you play that one, too. Not just Nintendo songs, but you play that as well. I I feel like I play that one for like two streamers, maybe. (laughs) You used to have it as a channel point redemption, though. I did. I did. So and I remember (laughs) when I first started hanging out in your stream, people would redeem that all the time. And uh, you're right. You're right. People loved it. (laughs) So Chess, by the way, I have. I, I I did not run this by you before. Okay, okay. I'm curious. Can you <laughs> give our listeners a taste of your musical talent by playing a song on your recorder? Oh. <laughs> you, I believe there's a song that you play during your stream, um, and you pull out the recorder and you play it. Would, would you mind giving a taste to our listeners? This is a Poncho spot, by the way. Don't blame me. Oh, my God.
even as, even as the little trill at the end. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. Thank you. I, studied for seven, I studied for seven years. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the result of seven years of studying. That was wonderful. I have tears oh, pouring down my face. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you did that with a straight face on a live video call here where we're all cracking up in the background. I could not have done that. What a pro. I'm sorry for the listeners. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't be. Oh, it's beautiful. A <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, some chest lore for our listeners, in case you don't know. Um, it's it, that's actually a channel point redemption on his stream. You can go to the chest water closet stream, and you too can redeem the recorder uh, for all your Titanic needs. <laughs> please do please do <laughs> oh my goodness um you were talking about uh this reminded me of a story uh from when i was in high school I, i've told this on stream before but you were talking about how you had a, an assignment where your teacher was like go compose a song and sing to it uh I've talked about this on my stream before, but I had, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. If I have, cut me off. When I was in a freshman in high school, I was in a Spanish class. Uh, there was like 25 of us in there. It wasn't a huge class by any means, but, uh, we were taking a test and we had no knowledge of what was going to happen. Uh, we were taking a test and at the very end of the test, the, the teacher was like, Okay, when you're done with the test, you can turn it in, and then I want you to sing a song for me <laughs> at my desk <laughs> in the quiet room where everyone's taking their test. And it was, uh, it was something Why? like it was, uh, it, it was, it was singing some, some songs. You say the word in English, then you say the word in Spanish, and it's it, it's a song like a nursery rhyme or something like that. So <laughs> we're all just like. This is what we have to do. And I just remember going up there. It was the most awkward. A, a quiet room of everyone taking their tests, heads down, and, and, and our teacher's like, okay, sing the song for oh me, my please. God. <laughs> wow. It was it, it was it was wild. It's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that one. But it, just, just you telling that story reminded me of yeah, that. Yeah. Um uh no, that's that, that's cool, and and thank you for your beautiful piece uh, that that you played for us. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm, I'm sure everyone will love hearing that in their car speakers. <laughs> I put a, I put a lot of emotion when whenever I I play that. I try <laughs> the most emotion ever into it. We can tell. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think we've so we, we've talked about your music background, your chess background. So let, let's get into some video games stuff. Okay. Like, uh, um. We, we we can talk about Twitch or we can go back up a little bit. Like okay. what when when you when you were younger, uh-huh. what were your staple games? Like these are the uh-huh. games that like gives me so much good memories from when I was young. I played them over and over and over again. And it, what 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 are those games for you, Jess? I guess I got some props here. Oh, he's pulling but, out uh, some cartridges. All right, Mario Two or Super Mario Brothers Two USA is. I know it's like the the odd Mario, the the Mario that's like, what is this? And you know, it's it it wasn't supposed to be a Mario game that they reskinned with Mario characters, like for the U.S. release. I don't know if you guys know that, but you know, Super Mario Brothers Two Japan 
released in the in the in in the West uh, as the Lost Levels. Right. That was supposed to be Mario Two, but this game, I kind of heard a lot of like people don't really like it. Whatnot. I mean, not not a lot. I mean, we're especially these days, people that play video games, they they respect a lot of stuff. But you know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't hear that this one is everybody's favorite, and I know that Mario Three is everybody's favorite. Yeah, for some reason, nostalgically, and I know that Mario Three. I'll I'll go ahead and say it. It's a much better game than Mario Two. Thank you for but, that. But nostalgically <laughs> speaking, Mario Two is just amazing, and I would like to to in the future speed run it maybe, uh, just for fun. And uh, Mario Two is is just very dear to me. And as a kid, I remember watching the trailer. And watching Mario, you know, fight Mouser, the first boss. And I was like, I need that. And I never had the game. I played it at my cousin's house and I played it at a mm-hmm. friend's house. And that was like very, very one of my favorites. Mega Man 2, I did have. Mega Man 2 is my number one. Probably it's, more than that It's one. a great game. And it's for everyone amazing. listening, he's holding up the cartridge. Yeah, Mega Man 2 and, and Super Mario, Mario 2 are, are my... Top two, and uh, I feel like Mega Man Two. I'll talk about it a little bit. Like Mega Man Two really solidified, or or got the the what Mega Man One tried to do. Mega Man Two did right. You know they not uh, not only is the music amazing, and in my opinion, it's the best soundtrack on the. It's the best soundtrack on the Nintendo. And if there's a better soundtrack, I would like to hear about it. Uh, <laughs> I would like to hear your opinion. But overall, I think that's the best soundtrack on the Nintendo. And not only the soundtrack, but the way they use the music, the way they present the music. You know, you start the game. It starts, uh, you know, going like the camera goes up this building and uh, they have this intro music. And then when they get there, they they put the title Mega Man 2. And you get to the top of the building and it's Mega Man without a helmet. And that music yes. is super awesome. Then you hit start and they go to the menu music. Uh, and and it's like, you know, select the bosses. Like the boss select. I mean, the, the, the level select uh, with the bosses. The boss faces on each level. You get like super cool music there. Then when you hit, when you hit start again, then they show you the boss that you're fighting. And more music, and then the level music, like the way they present the music in that game is just like revolutionary. And uh, I really, really like the game. And I'll throw this Blades of Steel. Oh, <laughs> Blades of Steel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one of your of of your uh, guests. I guess I can mention him by the name of Cheese Pups. Yes. Uh, wants to play me at Blades of Steel, and I can't wait for that uh-huh. to happen. But as a kid, I, I I had very few Nintendo games, and I played at my friend's house a lot. Uh, I then got the Super Nintendo. I played Nintendo and Super Nintendo, and uh, Super Nintendo. I remember how I I always had few games. I always uh, we always lost games too because. I had like three, uh, two older sisters and one brother, and everybody would just be like, I, I would be like, where's Blades of Steel? I want to play it. They're like, oh, I left it at a friend's house. It's like, you couldn't keep anything in my house. People just <laughs> like, yeah, like we didn't, like I, I couldn't really have a collection or anything. I, I really didn't, I don't know. 
didn't I didn't keep any games from my childhood. My mom kind of gave everything away. And I'll say this really quickly. Uh, I basically didn't play video games for 20 years. With exceptions. One year, I bought a Nintendo GameCube. And I played uh, Metroid Prime, mm-hmm. Zelda Wind Waker, and uh, Mario Sunshine for one year. And then I, I gave it away. I... I I left it at a I I left the GameCube somewhere and I just focused on music 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 music. Another uh, exception is that I played Mario Sunshine. I mean Mario Galaxy at my sister's house, and that was whatever like two months. But in those twenty years, I I didn't play video games with certain exceptions. You go to somebody's house, you go to somebody's house, they're playing Mario, whatever. Uh, I skipped the entire 64 era i skipped nintendo 64 i never played anything wow i never played anything from 64 i'm horrible at mario kart 64 and i don't like playing that game because it's so punishing and i'm so used to the snes version and i'm so used to the the gamecube version double dash i i cannot play and i've tried playing it i played with ashley one night and i got destroyed but uh, I still <laughs> don't want to play that game for some reason. <laughs> I don't like that game. The salt was real that night. The salt was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the for me personally, the the Mario Kart mechanics in that game are so punishing that it's frustrating to me. You're driving and then your car stops completely and starts spinning. And I'm like, what? It's I don't know what it is about that game, but I can't get into it. Uh, I did play recently Mario sixty four for the first time. People wow. people were very respectful wow. about spoilers too. They were like, "What? You never played this game?" And, and I I feel like in the whole time that I streamed it, because uh, I did it on stream, nobody spoiled anything. I thought that was super cool, super cool. Uh, so yes, go ahead. R- really, r- yeah. really quick about Mario sixty four. Yeah. So. A couple months ago, we had Sherby on yeah. here, and he too had not played it and was in the middle of playing it. Mm-hmm. How was your experience coming to Mario 64? Uh, how long since that game came out? Yeah. Does anybody, was it 25 plus years something ago? Like now? That. I, I can't think of when it released. It, it's, it's something like that. 96, maybe? Yeah. So, so coming to that game in recently yeah. for you. How 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 was the experience with modern gaming? It was ninety six, by the way. Used to yeah. and stuff. It was ninety six. It was. Yeah. So, wow. I know that everybody uh, complains about the camera. I did complain about the camera a little bit when I played it, uh, but I felt that I was I, I understood where everything came from because I had played Galaxy, I had played Sunshine, and I was like, "Wow, what a beautiful game!" I really thought. I think that game is a complete masterpiece. It's amazing. And I like to think to see things in context too. You know, I'm a musician. I'm not going to hear something from the seventies and go like, nah, that's too old. And, you know, uh, you know, I obviously like to see movies and art and everything in, in, the, in the context. And I feel like, wow, this is, it was a, it was a treat to go back and play that without having, you know, blind and uh, do a blind totally. playthrough. And, and it was a treat. Uh, and I thought it was it was it's an amazing game. And uh, you mind if I get a little bit of ba- into how I got back into gaming? 
Yeah, go for it. And, and, okay. then, and then you can yeah. start, you can segue what you want to into Twitch at that point. I think that <laughs> okay. makes sense. Okay. So, uh, okay. So where do I start? Okay. So I hadn't played, uh, video games for 20 years. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I got so into music that I stopped, I've stopped playing video games, uh, when I was like 14 with the Super Nintendo. And I, Really just wanted drums, drums, drums. I, and I also had an idea of like, I can't play video games because I'm, I'm not going to get good at the drums. If I play video games, it's a distraction. So, you know, I never had a lot of the distractions. I never had like cable or anything. I would every now and then watch like DVDs of movies. Uh, but everything, music, 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 listen to music, 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 music. Uh, I, I amassed, uh, a, pretty pretty large collection of cds that's basically how i educated myself you know just listen and i love moving to the states because of one thing used cds in panama we had not we did not have that and, you know I, and i went you know to to a ucd store here in the states and i would be like oh wow i'm in heaven and i would go to the jazz section or you know buy sapa frank sap is my favorite artist by the way uh, really, really, really into Frank Zappa. Uh, but, uh, staying with the video games after almost 20 years, with those exceptions that I mentioned, somebody gave me a Wii. Somebody in Panama, I went to Panama and, uh, to visit, and my friend was like, yo, take this. I got a Wii U. I'm not going to use this anymore. Take this Wii. I was like, okay. This was like around eight years ago. So I came back to the States and I turned on the Wii. And then I go to the Wii Channel store. And I started spending a lot of money buying games. <laughs> Retro games. And I, I bought old school games and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I started getting back into retro video games. And I was a musician. I was playing. But I could not deny. I don't know what happened. But I started to get back into retro games. And I started to really play again. After many, many years. And I I had played Gradius 3. Uh, at a friend's house when I was younger. But I had never really played it. And I remember having Gradius 1 on the on the NES. Gradius 1, I played it with my sister. We loved Gradius. We would always say, like, oh, I love that game. Uh, but as an adult, eight years ago, around eight years ago, I picked up Gradius again. Gradius 3. I bought it on the, on the Wii uh, channel. Wii Shop channel. And I started playing it. And uh, the Wii didn't. Uh, the Wii doesn't allow for save states, but I didn't wanna. I didn't wanna play that game with save states. I was. I was game. I was. I felt like I was gaming, playing. Like okay, I'm playing a video game, and I'm gonna imagine that I'm back in the '90s, in the early '90s. You know, you don't have any save states, so I kind of made a conscious decision of doing that. I decided I'm gonna play Gradius Three, and I I was getting more progress, and I was getting hooked in the game. And I played it for eight months, doing greatest runs. I w- I didn't have a lot of time to video- to play video games, so uh, the eight months uh, basically was 
around three runs every week, 40, 45 minutes of playing like radius runs, you know, try to get as far as you can. And again, no save state. So basically my progress in radius was like, you know, get to level five, die. Get to the boss of level five, die. Oh, get to level six. And little by little, I started playing. And then I, I wanted to beat the game. I was like, I'm going to beat this game. And uh, around that time, I started to go to video game events. No, no, no. I saw in the newspaper, this is how it happened. I saw in the newspaper that there was a video game event back then. It was called The Church of Nintendo. I was like, what? The <laughs> Church of Nintendo? I was like, oh. So I went there and I went there with I my have to go to there. <laughs> I went there with my roommates and I was like, hey yo guys, let's go, let's go. And I kinda quickly learned that my roommates weren't really into the Nintendo stuff. So I was like, Well, I'm gonna go alone. And uh I went alone to 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 an event. Like, kind of like the the same attitude you would, like, have. Like, oh, I'm going to go to a chess club. Like, I see many people walking into a chess club. They're alone, you know. They they probably tell, hey, you want to go to a chess club? And they're like, no, man, come on. So, you know, you kind of have to, to, to just do it. So I went alone. And I ended up meeting a lot of friends. Uh, one of which is an, an actual, like, regular guest on my stream now. But back then, I... I met a lot of friends that like video games. So I basically started to become very involved in the retro scene, uh, the local retro scene. Uh, but going back to that greatest experience, uh, in this event called Church of Nintendo, and I'll describe a little bit what it is. Church of Nintendo was a, a weekly event that they did at this, uh, you know, at this restaurant. Uh, you would walk in. And you would see a table with Nintendo cartridges, Super Nintendo 64, the actual cartridges. And so people would walk in, even if they didn't know about the event, they would be like, what? <laughs> what? And they would like put it in the Nintendo. So it was cool because it wasn't like emulate emulation or anything. It was like the actual cartridge put it in the Nintendo and play. So people were like, <gasps> so this event was really cool. And I, I went there weekly. I went there weekly. In fact, when Mario Maker 2 came out, 2015, before I even knew about Twitch, I took my Wii U and I had people play my levels at this, at this event. But a little bit Your before Your Mario then, Maker levels. Yeah, Mario Maker levels, gotcha. exactly. So back to the Gradius. I played Gradius for eight months and I knew I was about to beat it. So I saved my clear. I was like, I was feeling so close to the final boss, everything. I was like, I'm going to beat it at Church of Nintendo. And I played it and I had like, like uh, our friends behind me watching like nine to ten. 9, 10, 11 people, something like that, they were watching me because everybody was like, yo, he's about to beat Greatest 3. And I was playing it, and I one-lifed Greatest 3. Yo. And that was 
to this day, one of the, the best feelings, the best nights of my life. It was, <laughs> I was elect, like, it was like, I, I, I can't, but I couldn't believe it. So that's what got me back into gaming. Uh, literally, like, just those, those, those retro games and that Gradius Clear and that event. And, uh, I, I, uh, just really felt like gaming was super important for me. And I decided later on, I'm a big fan of combining passions. So I was like, I'm a musician and I like video games. Boom. Video game cover band. Here we go. <laughs> so I made a video game cover band and I'll talk briefly about it. And it's more like a jazz fusion, but we do kind of keep it rocking and, and metal in some cases. But, you know, like saxophone, guitar, uh, bass, drums. It's really a lot of fun. And we, we do it in a, in a different way that I've seen a lot of a lot of bands that I see that play video game covers, uh, they uh, they play like forty five minute sets. I decided that I was gonna do it more of a like a professional musician. Like we'll do a three hour a four hour set with two breaks. And I actually uh, saw this uh, uh, arcade since I was uh, very involved in in the in this in the retro scene. There was this guy who had an arcade house and hosted parties there. And I went there with my friends and it was amazing like to play like arcades and pinballs, pinball machines. Well, that guy ended up doing uh, opening up, opening up a barcade and I saw the stage and I went, I need to make a band and I did it. And it's super cool because it's, it's community. Like I, I was part of the retro community and I'm a musician. So I, I, I just kind of threw those things together and I, I, we played many, many times, uh, the band, uh, I haven't revealed it. I'm not going to reveal the name of the band, uh, because I will in due time, we are recording an album, but the pandemic affected everything and, and right. the band kind of went into sure, hiatus sure. and we stopped playing, but uh, we're recording an album and I can't wait to share with everybody. Once we do, but for now, I'm not going to say anything more, but yeah, I do have a, 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 I do play in a cover band and I love it. It's my favorite gig that I've ever had. And my favorite, the funnest thing that I've ever done musically. It's so fun. Anyways. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. So it, it, I find yes. it interesting that it's, you, you get back into games with games from way back when that that's what got oh, you right back into games. Yeah. <laughs> not like a current game no, or anything. No. <laughs> so so that brings us to Twitch, I think, right? Yes, like, yes. When was your first, do, do you know your first stream? And we know you as yes. mostly a Mario Maker 2 streamer right mm. now. Yes. What were you doing the first, the first thing you did on Twitch? What were you doing? Uh, can I go back a little bit <laughs> as to how sure. I discovered Twitch? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so back in 2017, I would say I, dis- I think it was, no, maybe Around that time, I discovered Carl Sagan uh, on YouTube. Uh, he's a big streamer on Twitch. He's awesome. Carl Sagan, I discovered him probably with, with the very famous YouTube video of him playing Mecha Balsilla. Like, it's called like Mario uh, Fights or against Mecha Balsilla or something like that. It's a, it's a beautiful level and it went viral on YouTube and I discovered Carl Sagan, so I was watching videos and i think 
in some video he said I'm on Twitch or something like that. Or I saw that he was live on Twitch in on the YouTube video and I saw the chat. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna go I'm gonna visit Twitch. Let's see what this is all about. And what the first thing that blew my mind was that the Mario Maker streamers, because I love Mario Maker, the game. Like I uh, the game is what got me into Twitch. That's how I discovered Twitch through the game. Mario Maker, uh, I would I was making levels and I was sharing them, but on Reddit, nobody would play your levels. It was very hard to get people to play your levels. You know, my friends would play them. But then when I discovered Twitch, I was like, ooh. And I, you know, dusted off the, the, the Mario Maker because I hadn't built anything or played the game. So I was like, oh, this is an opportunity to, to give people my levels. And what really blew my mind was the ad command in people's chats. And back in the Mario Maker 1 days, it was automatic because uh, Nintendo had the bookmarks page. And you would press add in chat and it was automatic. And they didn't have to do anything. They would just like go on on their Wii U and access the level. It was right there bookmarked. Like what? Now it's different. You have to actually type in the code. But back then it was like Mm -hmm. not, it was, so I was like, okay, this is cool. Okay, I'm I'm here to stay. So I started to watch like the big streamers like Barb and Ara and Carl Sagan uh, back then. And I kind of, you know, bounce around. I would come back, blah, blah, blah. But then one day I discovered the small streamer community. Yes. The big streamers are awesome and they're, they're super cool to watch. For sure. But the interaction, just because of, of the size of their chats, is it, it might be a little bit difficult. Not all of them, but it's more difficult to interact with the streamer. So then I discovered the smaller streamers. I was like, whoa, what's this? So I started watching smaller streamers, like, you know, 30, 40 viewers. And I started to give my le- submit my levels. And then I started to, to realize that, man, I'm such a bad level maker. I It was, you know, a lot of people, it happens. Like when you see people play your levels, you, you're watching them play your levels thinking, Wow, this level is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Whether they're confused or yeah, exactly. You see the reactions, you see the faces, and you're like, "Oh wow!" So then that made me start to make a uh, to be a better maker. So I started to make better levels. I got hooked on the whole Mario Maker scene here on Twitch. Uh, Well, not here because this is a podcast. My bad. (laughs) We're not on Twitch right now. I started to get hooked on that and I became a regular Twitch viewer. And I feel like for five months, five months in a row, I started to, to really hang out. Another thing is that at the time I was saving money to, to travel. And uh, I basically decided like, I'm not going to go out and hang out with my friends and spend money. So hanging out on Twitch was a really big money saver for me because I was saving up money. But that factor made me uh, really, really have a lot of free time to watch Twitch because I wasn't, you know, going out and, and, and hanging out with my friends and whatnot. And so I, I got hooked and I started to get this feeling of maybe I can do that. You know, I'm having so much fun. And I was like, maybe I can, can, can stream. And after five months, uh, I went live. And it was all Mario Maker. 
all Mario Maker. Uh, and I remember having 45 followers because I told my friends. I literally was, it, it wasn't like a self-promotion thing. Maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> I was like telling my friends like, hey, I'm going to stream. And, and when I went live, some of those people were like, hey, you know, chess. Because I was very active in chat. I was very active. And I, you know, I tried to, to be funny in chat. And it was, it, it's like, you know me, but I don't know. I was like, I guess a character. Hey, chess, what's up? You know, I, 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 you know, say hi to all my friends and, and, uh, you know, very active in the community. Uh, and so, you know, when I went live, I had like 45 followers and, and, and some people showed up and which meant a lot. And, uh, I, I always, I always found it super cool when, when, when one of your friends, like, I kind of saw it like that. Oh, like these, these viewers are, are also like real people and they might go live and a lot of people stream and it was super cool to always catch people's first stream. Like, Oh, you know, such and such went live. Oh, and DMing people like, yo, they, they're live. Let's go check it out. And you just want to put a voice and a face to the chatter, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I started streaming Mario Maker. I think I did viewer levels. Well, I know I did viewer levels for like two or three weeks. And Didn't we all? That, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I played one level for six weeks. It was a, a, another a, a maker by uh, my, should I say a maker? No, it's okay. A maker that makes really cool levels. I started to play one of their levels. It was a blue platform level. And that's all I played. And, and I kind of started grinding that. And then I got into Team Precision. Team Precision uh, is a team in Mario Maker that makes very precise platforming where you, you know, you have to land right next to the spike. Or in, in some cases, I like to describe it as mini platforming. <laughs> it's like <laughs> super tight spaces usually. And uh, I actually, my first level that I made in 2015 has precision in it. And my second level is basically a one-screen precision level. And this was before I even knew Twitch existed. So I like precision before I knew what it was. And uh, it's it's always been cool because I play a lot of precision. I, 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 you know, I do oops, all team precision, a lot. Like I'll go, I, I don't know, it's like that Gradius 3 thing I told you where I play for eight months. I do that with a lot of video games. Uh, I just get obsessed with one level until I uh, beat it. Uploads too, when I upload my levels. Uh, and so, when I started streaming, uh, I started meeting other streamers and I've loved it ever since. And uh, it's one of my, my favorite things that, I, that I've done. And I, I want to keep doing it. And I see myself long term. You know, I, I like to, to always have like a like a five-year plan. And the first day one of me streaming, I'm like, I'm going to do this for five years. I don't care uh, if, if if I'm successful or not. I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I'm going to try to have fun. And uh, fun is number one for me. And and uh, I guess I'll say this, and, and because these were rules that I kind of made up uh, when I started streaming. Number one is fun. I got to have fun. Yeah. If I'm fun, I think people will have fun. And if I have fun playing a video game, it's going to be entertaining no matter 
how good or bad I am at it, uh, if I'm progressing and having fun, that's number one. And number two is read chat. Read chat, I always want to interact the most that I can. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to read chat. But, uh, you know, have fun and read chat. Those are my, my top two. And there's a third one, which is get good. Get good at streaming. <laughs> get good at video games. Yeah. You know, always keep improving. Yeah. <laughs> the constant struggle to get good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's my Twitch story, and uh, I do it every night. And uh, for example, in 2022, I streamed 475 times. And uh, wow. since then, I have decided to take a break. But I but I've been doing it almost four years, and uh, I'm I'm taking a break of one day a week, which I'm doing more for creativity and obviously relaxing. But it's kind of funny because whenever I have a day off. My day off is stream. I love streaming so much that I, <laughs> that I, even if I have a day off, that's like, oh, day off, more streaming, you know, like, <laughs> uh, you know, I had two weeks off and I streamed twice a day on the, the, the whole, <laughs> I had a vacation, right? But it's not, <laughs> to me, it's like, I, I get to do the stream. That's, that's my happy <laughs> place. Right. You know? Might as well have fun and, <laughs> yeah. and chat with yeah. people. I mean, yeah. th- that sounds fun to me. It beats working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you just a second ago, you said number three, uh, get good. Yeah. Get good. Um, I'm going to move us into games we're currently playing uh-huh. r- wrapped around get good. Uh-huh. Now, I know for a fact there's three of us right now that are playing a certain game that requires you to get good. <laughs> Uh, Jackson, Chess, and I are all playing uh, Elden Ring. Uh, I, I finally bought it. Nice. Uh, like a week ago, week and a half ago, yeah. maybe. I was watching like your bot uh, from last night. Uh, I, Were you? I was watching your bot last night f- uh, from from Elden Ring because I heard you you played uh, the Tree Sentinel. Yes. So yeah. I, I went back and I started watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's get good. That, that that's what yeah. the game is, yeah. and it's uh, uh, I, I'm honestly it's my it's my first from software game oh. that I've oh, okay okay spent Not your first more one. time on. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I've played I've dabbled in them before. Uh-huh. I played Demon Souls when it first came out hmm. on the PS3. I played it a bit, fell off of it. Not too far in. Um, Dark Souls, kind of the similar similar thing. Just it, it I don't know. So I I couldn't grab. I don't know. It didn't it didn't hook me. Uh, and then I, I did the same with Sekiro, just didn't have the time. Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, with Sekiro, just didn't have the time, so I ended up returning it with the Steam window. Oh, wow. But now Elden Ring, I'm playing it, and I'm like, this is good. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm liking this. Me this too. is fun. So it's my first. I'm like 10 hours in. Game. Yeah. 10 hours. Is nice. it? Okay. Yeah, I'm like 10 hours in, and I have no idea what to do. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and I like it. You know, in Me Elden too. Ring? I just... In Elden Ring, you don't have to know what to do. Like, I played it right. a long time ago. I kind of played it as a goof on stream because when the game came out, it was the meme, mm-hmm. like, play Elden Ring in every stream. So one day I was like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to do it. I'm going to play Elden Ring. And I feel like I spent more time exploring and, like, having a good time and just beating, like, the smaller enemies than I did uh-huh. actually playing the story of the game. Um Wait, you just get story? lost. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what I mean. Like then, then beating the bigger bosses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But I exploring in that game, it was like it was like a 
It's kind of like how I felt when I played Breath of the Wild. I can't go one podcast without talking about right. Breath of the Wild. And yeah. uh, it's same just such here, a visually here. stunning game. And I was so happy when it won Game of the Year. It was well-deserved. Yeah. I'm, ha- I'm, I'm impressed. And, you know, I... I uh, I guess I'll tell this really quick story. I'm not trying to show off or anything. And and you told me that uh, you beat the the Tree Sentinel at like level 18. I wasn't trying to be on yeah, your I level, so. but I'm that type of guy. I'm like a I like to to grind Mario levels. Boom, boom, boom. I couldn't stop fighting that horse that that uh, Tree Sentinel. <laughs> like I just couldn't <laughs> do it, and uh, I ended up beating uh, beating that boss the other night and it felt it was so rewarding but i used it as a training like as a tutorial mm-hmm. because it's my first souls game and i didn't get the dodging and i feel like it taught me a lot and wow so rewarding and i can't wait to like beat like harder bosses and it's gonna be rewarding but i know there's a lot of salt incoming as well <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to rage but hold on but but before we go any more talk about games I want to propose something. Uh, chess. Yes. In your stream, there's something you do occasionally. Uh-huh. It, with, with the chat. And it's called a yo train. Okay. <laughs> I would like to propose we do an, uh, an in real life, an IRL yo train as we talk about some more games here. Okay. <laughs> For those who don't know what a yo train is, <laughs> it's when, uh, you, you just have to every every sentence you say it, or every statement you're gonna say has to start with yo. Okay. We we all start off just saying yo. Okay. And we talk. We, we make our statement. Uh, and we'll see. In fact, what do you guys think of this? It's a little challenge. Whoever breaks the yo train on one of their streams, this is something I was thinking on. Okay. I was trying to think of something goofy, right? Something okay. goofy. Like, this, is, this is a fun challenge. Some, whoever, whoever loses, the other three people pick a Mario Maker level okay. for that person to play okay. on their next stream or something like that. But you got to play with like socks on your hands. Yes. <laughs> Let's you got to try to beat it with socks on your hands. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So try not to break the yoke. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be like eagle, like a hawk, watching for who's gonna break it. All right, you, you guys ready? We're, we're gonna we're gonna try. So okay. it, the rules are: you say yo before your statement. All right, okay. you, you don't have to say it before every sentence. You just say it when you're gonna interject something. Okay. How's that? Okay. <laughs> so I will start. Hopefully, we don't just blow it immediately. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Uh, I'll say yo. We'll go around the room. We'll go me, Ashley, uh, Jackson, Chess. We'll just say yo once and then, and then we'll continue. Okay. okay. Just so we're all, just we're all on it. Okay. I'm going to go yo. 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 So what, uh, what other games, uh, are, are you guys playing? Uh, we, we, we'll go to Ashley. Yo. yo. What are you playing? Yo. I, I feel like I'm always playing Mario Maker and it's all that I talk about, but it's, it, there's just so many facets to it. And it's been really cool, like trying to get good since I watched all of you guys and, uh, even chess now. 
you know, who makes really amazing and epic levels, whether they're team precision or not. So I kind of have been, I made up my own little challenge. And I think I've talked about this before. I was trying to do the top 100 expert, most popular levels ever in Mario Maker. And I beat them all. I was like, okay, so what do I do now? Um, I was like, I'm just going to say, thank you. Thanks. Uh, you know, just Did a you- <laughs> The yo train. <gasps> you broke it. Just, <laughs> you broke your own thing. Oh yo, man. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you none of us even noticed. <laughs> I saw his face and I was like, why is he making that face? <laughs> his face. <laughs> yo, I interrupted you, Ashley. My bad. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna wear socks on your hands for it. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into chess twitch.tv slash chess WC for for us for a sock level. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. <sighs> you can continue, Ashley. Oh my god, do I continue now? I'm just thinking about the fact that our our guest host is gonna be playing a Maker level with socks on his hands. It's so bleachy yes. <laughs> In my chat, if I break the yo train, because it happens, like I can break my own yo train, and it says streamer broke the yo train. <laughs> if this is a streamer broke the yo train, big time, big time. Oh, that was good. Uh, all right. Well, now, yo, now go ahead. No I interrupted you. Yes, go ahead. Well, thanks, my bad. yo. Thank you. Um, so I beat the top one hundred most popular expert levels in Mario Maker, and I was like, what do I do now? Uh, I was like, I guess I'll try Super Expert. So I started doing it, and I noticed that other streamers were doing the same thing as me. And people were messaging me like, Ashley, I don't want to copy you. And I was like, how are you copying me? It's Mario Maker. Everyone can play these levels. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put a name to it. I am going to I'm gonna make a challenge that other people can do. Because people were calling it the Ashley Challenge and the Ashley Run. Uh, uh, Cheese Pops, our, our, our prior uh, guest host, actually coined the term. The Ashley Run. And I was like, let me give it another name so people feel good about it, like they can do it too. So I decided to call it the Get Good Challenge because that's what I'm using these levels for. They're the most popular for a reason. They're well-made. They're they're beautiful levels that actually challenge you. So the Get Good Challenge uh, is completing the top 100 most popular expert and super expert levels in Mario Maker in an effort to get good. And... It has made such, it's made the mechanics of, of levels kind of embedded in my brain because I didn't really know a lot about the mechanics. I've played Mario Maker for years, but I never branched out into more difficult levels. So it's been really cool doing the challenge. I invite anybody who plays Mario Maker to do it as well. Um, and to see your friends play the same levels that you played and see the way that they go about it and the way that they, you know, that the, the, they approach the level I've seen a, a quite a few you've all have done actually I think levels from the challenge if, if, if you're not doing the challenge yourself um so seeing your friends do it as well is really cool and it's kind of been nice like bringing people together people are telling me that they really enjoy it and I'm super glad that's awesome yeah that's awesome lots of people including me uh, are playing that challenge and it's a lot of fun and you too, Jackson. I think even Jackson, you're yeah. doing it too a little bit, right? Yeah, fun levels for sure. 
there's there's a wide variety it's not just all the same blue platforms and spikes and stuff there's a lot of that but there's yeah. some puzzle variation there's a little bit of troll levels in there that are actually well crafted so it's a good challenge mm-hmm. yeah and since cool. we we talk often on the podcast about our gaming sins uh meaning the games that we never played in our lifetime that we are just like gosh i should have played that and i've talked before on the podcast about a game that i never played and i have since played the game and that is goldeneye i had never ever played goldeneye in my lifetime and it recently came out for uh the switch online and chess wc actually invited me to be on his stream last week and we played quite a few rounds of goldeneye and it was so fun it took me a second to get used to the mechanics because i had never even seen gameplay before and the the mechanics on switch are interesting to say the least uh and i'm very proud to say that i did very well uh nothing else needs to be said (laughs) i had a lot of fun (laughs) but we did the slappers that's one of those games i've played so much yeah slappers i didn't know what that meant i was like what is a slapper i was like is there some weapon called a slapper and then we got into it and i have not laughed that hard i don't think in my lifetime (laughs) it was so good fun game fun yeah yeah yeah, I, I I was curious how that game was going to turn out uh, coming out and uh, whatever years later, because it it is an old N sixty four game that was based off of having a single joystick, right? And and you had to use the C buttons to strafe, yeah, to look up and down, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I, I think you could look up and down. Yeah. I, I can't remember now. To be honest, yeah. it's been so long. But uh, I was just curious, how is that going to translate? Like, are people going to pick it up? Play it for 15 minutes, be like, yep, I remember this game yeah. and put it down. But I'm happy to hear that people are playing online together and having a, having a good time with it. I couldn't hear the, the last part, Pancho. Oh, there I, was, you go. I was just, I was just glad. Good. I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. No worries. Yeah. It's it, it just, it's just great to hear people, uh, yeah, a, a, like the game. And some people have changed uh, the controllers. They, they, what they do is that they remap. I'm guessing uh, that the C buttons become X, B, and you know Y and A. Uh, I played it. Mm-hmm. I guess because I, I skipped the whole 64 era. I did play that game, uh, you know, casually every now and then with friends, but I never really got into it. Uh, but it's fun. It translates well. But maybe I'm biased because I skipped the whole 64 era. But I would imagine that somebody that really was into that game, they might end up trying to buy a Nintendo 64 for the Switch, Nintendo 64 controller. That's hard to find, but... Or remapping their controllers. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, that, that that's cool. That, that That's really cool to hear. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see something like Perfect Dark. I don't know. I... I, I Chess, I think you, yeah, you're, you're, I think you're, you're grabbing perfect dark off your shelf. Right <laughs> I've never is. played it. I want to play it. I want to play it. Yeah. I've never played it. Well, I mean, actually, if Goldeneye made it with the weird licensing that Rare and Nintendo are these days, uh, maybe we'll see Perfect Dark on there one day. I don't know. I don't that'd doubt be, that. That'd, that'd be crazy cool. That could be. Yeah. That'd be crazy cool to see. They say it's a, it's a better Goldeneye, right? It's, they took golden, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like the same engine, but they just added so much more to it. Um, 
Real fun game. Real fun game. Really fun with uh, local multiplayer with bots and stuff like that. Some insanely weird guns that were just a lot of fun to play with. Uh, but I, I spent many hours with uh, my cousin, with uh, friends, just playing both of those games. Mostly Perfect Dark once I came out, because that, that was ultimately the more fun multiplayer game. <laughs> Way more options and stuff. But great game. Great game. Yeah. Jackson, what about you? You playing anything? Nope. <laughs> Not a. No, I'm into video games. I have been playing, um, or I want to be playing a lot more Zelda games. I feel like Zelda. I've I've played a few. Mm-hmm. I've played a lot of the good ones, but there's a lot of the ones off to the side that I haven't yet dabbled with. Right now, I'm doing an Ocarina of Time randomizer because I have played mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time, an mm-hmm. amazing game, one of the best games. And a randomizer just really tests your knowledge of the game. Or more so for me, it helps reinforce the knowledge of the game because I don't have much and I'm using a lot of walkthroughs. Um, Will you like explain just a little bit for listeners like what a randomizer oh yeah. entails? Basically, in Ocarina of Time, you're collecting a bunch of items. And a lot of those items are essential. Like at some point in the game, you're going to collect bombs. At another point, you're going to collect a boomerang. And just a bunch of different items like that with a randomizer all of the items are just scattered around and just mixed up everywhere so you could be collecting an essential item way too early or way too late just in the wrong spot that's uh and that's just wild to me um randomizers in the in the uh um in the first place right uh it's like i know they have logic built into them or you can you can disable logic yeah. i guess right um but they have logic built in where you won't get soft locked like it, it'll it'll put things in areas that you can get to it. you just you gotta have that like that knowledge of the game right <laughs> it's, and that's it's tough. that's wild to me they're they're really fun to play this is my first experience with a randomizer at all, and it's it's been a genuine blast. The most fun I've had like with gaming, period, in, I don't know, in years. I said That's in your awesome. stream today, because you streamed today, and you streamed the Ocarina of Time randomizer, I said it's the best content I've ever seen on your channel, and I mean that, because you are having such a good time, and you can tell you're having a good time, and it, it just really translates to everybody watching you. It is so fun. I would highly recommend mm-hmm. it, especially if you're into the Zelda series. It's nice, like you're it's awesome. you're younger and you're kind of going back and playing all of these Zelda classics and building your your little Zelda library. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I still got to play Wind Waker. I want to play Wind Waker very badly. I've heard great things about that. I, I, I got to play it. the original Zelda. <laughs> the original Zelda is is good. I haven't I haven't beat it though, but I I, I got to go back. Try out that retro game, and then there's there's a few other that a few others that I want to get to, but that's kind of what's been on my video game plate as a recent. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's that, that that's fun. That's fun. Um, for me, it's it, it, Elden Ring is the only thing that's out of the out of the ordinary for me. Uh, I've been playing it offline and online a bit. Um, it, it's been fun. I've I've been enjoying that a lot. Um, yeah, it's a great game. Great game. Yeah. Well, you chess, you doing anything? I, I, I see you playing sometimes variety and stuff like that. That's cool to see. What, what, what you doing? Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll get Mario Maker out of the way. I play a lot of team precision in Mario Maker. I'm usually playing like friend friends levels and stuff. Most of them precision. 
I had I I I I did do Kaiso for like three months. I kind of like doing things like that. So yeah, those are my top two in Mario Maker. But besides Mario Maker, uh, Elden Ring on my variety days. Uh, I guess I'll self promo, which are Mondays. Uh, I played Met. I did Metroid Mondays. Now I'm doing Melden Ring Mondays. Thanks to Ashley for that for that title. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> Just throw it out. That was and, my uh, that was my genius. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, Metroid Dread was amazing. What a treat! What an amazing game. Uh, I played Prime and Super Metroid before, and this was an amazing game uh, comparable to those. Like really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I have been playing Shmuppies or Shmups. It's shoot 'em ups. Uh, and you know, people in, in that community call them shmups. And I do shmuppy Sundays, and I uh, every day I try to play different shoot 'em ups. And every week, and recently I went on a on a mini shmup buying binge. I bought like three shmups or four shmups on the Switch for really cheap too. Uh, and arcade Mushihime Sama and Dolompachi. Are like cave shmups. Cave is a company that that makes shoot 'em ups, and they're like one of the best, or if not the best, uh, arcade shmups. And these games are blowing my mind. They're absolutely amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Uh, That's cool. In other shmups that I played, I I I want to kind of do like dabble into some Sega shmups. And mm-hmm. uh, some turbo graphics shmups, and uh, I'm trying to think other games. Uh, not nothing really that that much, you know. I I I just kind of like like doing that. Every now and then, I I play some some community games and stuff uh, like that. But mm-hmm. but as far as gaming, I'm trying to get into Elden Ring. I'm trying. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Trying to, I notice uh, when uh, when you're doing like the shmups and stuff uh-huh. like that, uh, you're using a fight stick. Yes, yes. Uh, so it's it's almost like you know playing in the arcade and stuff, and that, and that that's cool to see. Just like kind of bringing that feeling yeah. of the arcade, and especially when it comes to shmups, I guess people use it for fighting games a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in my experience playing shmups, it's. It's the funnest. It's so fun. So fun. And I recently mm-hmm. got like a little uh, Brooks PCB adapter that lets me play on the Switch. The arcade okay. uh, arcade uh, nice. stick and connect to the Switch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can play Mario Maker with that, but it's uh, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah. I got I I ordered a... Uh, it's basically what a hitbox is, um, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with hitbox, which a lot of fight with the, which the fighting community uses, and it uh, it basically takes the stick away and makes almost a D-pad, but it's separated where the thumb, where your thumb would naturally lay like a space bar. Mm-hmm. The button for up is down there, if that makes sense, because in fighting games, up is your jump. So that makes that kind of wow. that, that makes it interesting. But I, but I bought it because um, it does have a Brooks PCB in it, mm-hmm. so it does mm-hmm. have that 
um, accuracy. So it's not like, I, I don't know, I, I can't remember what the other, like a, a Pico or something like that in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is getting beyond what probably most people know about a fight stick, but it comes with the Brooks PCB and it's making it to where you get that accuracy. And I'm going to try it with some Mario. I've seen some other, I, I can think of like three or four other Mario streamers that use it. Uh, and it looks really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, instead of uh, rolling your thumb on the D-pad everywhere, which I, I've never really found a D-pad I love, to be honest. What is the... And... What would be the ahead. controller layout? Can you explain to me? And for the listeners yeah. at home, like, is your yeah, so it's like directional pad and then this is all the buttons? Yep. So it, it, it's almost like a, you have a keyboard in front of you, right? And you have where your hands would just naturally rest. There's you you uh, for for the D pad you're going to use four fingers and that includes your thumb so you're not going to use your pinky. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your left on your ring finger, oh. your down button on your middle finger, your pointer finger, your index finger on the right, and then your thumb is actually on the up button. Oh my gosh, wow. I can't think about that. <laughs> so there's going to be a brain disconnect. Yeah. Uh, but sure. you push up and yeah. and then on the other on your other hand there's the there's the, the typical like six button layout you uh-huh. see on or it might even be eight button. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um it's eight button layout of like an arcade, right? Oh, over there. Wow. I and you can map that how you want, whatever. Oof. So I want I want to give it a go. I, I think it'll be really interesting uh experiment. And plus I can use it for some other stuff too. I do want to try with Mario, though. I've seen some other Mario players. They say it is quite the adjustment to get used, especially that that thumb. Yeah. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll see. I think it'll be I think it'll be a fun thing to do. I played a, a little bit of a Quickie World with the arcade stick, and and I I, I got progress and I enjoyed it. And I also played mm-hmm. Mega Man one through six with the arcade stick. And people really? people would ask me like, "Why are you doing this?" You know, and I was like, "For fun." I love yeah. it. <laughs> Why not? I have it. I, also, I have it. And it's a cool piece of hardware. I feel like when you actually get used to it and you map, you like train your brain to do it that way. I feel like you can do so much if you're playing Mario with it. Like if you want, if you're doing something very precisiony or something, and you mean you're yeah. literally, you're not just relying on a D-pad that you can mm-hmm. possibly like sway one way a little bit. You're hitting individual buttons yeah. for directions, and I feel like it would just really increase accuracy. Like there's so many different games. I feel like you could. Uh, translate that to. Yeah, I, I, I want to use this as an example. I, I guess I'm showing the arcade stick, but when I'm playing shmups, uh, especially you guys have that have been through my stream, sometimes I'm I'm doing things like this. Like what? I'm like mm-hmm. light, lightly tapping the the joystick, like with my mm-hmm. with my hand in the air, and I I give it a little tap. Mm-hmm. I do movements like that, super precisiony. Like I feel like if I was playing with a controller, I couldn't do it like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can, I can see how that would definitely get more precise if you really needed just getting like one pixel down, you know, to get away from, uh, uh, like I don't know, like in your shmuppies, like the like the lasers or something like yeah, that, yeah. right? But still stay on target. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That is awesome. There's a one. Uh, and, and anybody playing anything else? There's one more game I want to talk about. Mm. Uh, okay. Another game, Chess. Thank you, by the way, for having me on your stream last week. It was so nice of you. Uh, it was sure. an honor. To, it was an honor to be there. Likewise. One game that we ended up playing that I thought was really cool, uh, which was which is a shoot 'em up, a shmup, or a shmuppy, if you uh, uh-huh. speak Chess WC. Uh, it was Gunstar Heroes, and Chess and I played that multiplayer. Yeah. Amazing game. 
really fun game and I was super excited about it because uh, Dave, aka Ponchitaco, you're doing your Sega challenge and I watched you beat the whole game. That was an epic stream. I, that yeah. was uh, that was one of those games that I had heard was good. I had never played it. Maybe I had played it. I can't remember now, to be honest. I've played a lot of those type of games. And when I came up to it, I was like, I I'm, I'm beating this one. This is this is fun. I'm not going to I'm not so going to just skip out after a half hour playing. I'm going to play it. Yeah, I'm such a noob. At it was Sega. fun. I'm such a noob <laughs> at Sega. Every time I play Sega, I get blown away. I'm like, this is amazing. You know, why don't I know about this game? You know, Gunstar Heroes blew my mind. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Getting to the first boss, I was like, what? This is like early 90s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, 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 it's a great game. I, I really, really do enjoy it. Yeah. And that game yeah. is, is what they consider like a run and gun. But yeah, very yes. kind of yeah. similar yep. kind of vibe. Bullets everywhere. <laughs> uh, have you... Have you guys ever played any of the Metal Slug games? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are like not a lot, but they're peak amazing. Run and gun to oh, me. Oh, so good. They are they they are peak run and gun to me. So fun. The art style. Unfortunately, hard to play. Yeah. Um, to find or to find something to play it, I should say. Okay. Um, I could because actually- I believe they were released on Neo Geo originally. Yeah. I could potentially play it on the on on the Mister. I have a little Mister FPGA Mister. It's like a little retro console. Yeah. Uh, but I have to buy like more to run that game. I can't run it yes. at the moment. I have to buy more. I don't know what I have to buy. I'm, yeah, I'm you little... have to get the SD RAM. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to get the SD. The, the, yeah, the RAM uh, addition to it. Um, I I have the SD RAM, my Mister. I ha- I haven't dove uh, dove into the Neo Geo Core yet on it though to get that up and running. Uh, I do have the PlayStation, the PSX Core on there, and there is a Metal Slug on PSX, uh, and I do have actually have it on there. I just haven't played it. <laughs> yeah, I have Metal Slug Three on the Wii from the Virtual Console, and amazing, simply amazing game. I remember buying the Metal Slug. There was like I don't know a collection or something. I think it was on Wii. There's a physical disc, and I, I that was I, I had played it before, like in the arcade and stuff like that. But that was really fun to play through those on the Wii, and especially because you have like unlimited continues and stuff like that, and you're not getting milked for like fifty cents per yeah. play or something like that, <laughs> which is really hard <laughs> yeah. to do and shoot and shoot in, in uh running guns yeah. is to not die consistently. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that, but yeah, Metal Slug. That's that's my favorite of of that type of shooter. Uh, the Metal Slug games are just great. Just, just yeah. a whole lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, I think we want to take this time and we can transition into a couple of voicemails that we've received nice. uh, on the podcast. <sighs> oh, we, have, we have a couple of <laughs> voicemails here. Let me, before I, before I get the voicemails, let me go ahead and tell our listeners if you would like to Send us a voicemail. You can call our voicemail number at 402-915-1082. You'll be taken directly to voicemail and you can leave us uh, a comment, um, uh, a discussion point, uh, whatever you want to do. You can put it on there uh, and we'll, we'll listen to it and you might be featured on the very next episode. We also brand new offer a 
voicemail option via the Arcade Parlor Discord. Uh, if you'd rather just upload an audio file, there is a channel in there for voicemail. It's private. Only Arcade Parlor and us. Our only Arcade Parlor and you can see the channel that gets created for it. Upload an audio file. We'll check it out and we might put it on the very next episode. You can get to that Discord by going to ArcadeParlorCast.com. So let's go ahead and listen to, uh, we have two voicemails here. Um, first one here, let me see. Um, I have it right. Okay. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and hit play here. Um, this is, uh, actually a voicemail for chess. So chess, listen up here. Okay. Hi, this question is for chess WC. This is red shirt guy. My question is, uh, what's your favorite uh, RSG moment on your stream? Was was that real? <laughs> yes, that, that was RSG, red shirt guy. <laughs> What's my favorite red shirt guy moment on stream? And tell, uh, tell all the audience who red shirt guy is, please. So red shirt guy is the friend that I've been actually referring to. Uh, a friend of mine who's been on stream many, many times and who I met at Church of Nintendo, that video game event. Uh, and he's been on stream many, many times. My favorite moment probably was when he chugged some hot sauce. He did a shot of hot sauce. <laughs> and I was like, don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! And I, 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 I actually like hit him and I was like, no! And he did it. I was like, oh, you're gonna wow. regret this. Because when you do, in my opinion, if you're going to do hot sauce, you, you do a dab or you taste it or something like that. And it's hot, but he did a chug, <laughs> like, a, like a shot with the, with the cap. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, no, you're going to regret this. And he did. He did regret Aww. it. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, just watching him, like when he did his first shell jump, I guess I'm, I'll do a part two. When he did his first shell jump, he threw the controller and I have a drum set at back 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 in in those days couple uh, like two years ago I had a a drum set in front of me and the drum set is electronic and it has like mesh drum heads that are like trampolines on every drum head and he got his first shell jump and he's like ah! he threw the controller and it bounced on the <laughs> snare drum and it hit me and I was, uh, ever since then whenever he's hype about beating a level I duck. <laughs> I literally duck. For that. It's like I'm trained for that or or conditioned for amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah. I very quickly. That's I want to share uh, an RSG moment. Oftentimes, um, uh, Chess WC will take a break on his stream, um, and he will show uh, what he calls clipios, which to us would be clips of <laughs> his of his stream. <laughs> Chess is an alien. He speaks his own language. Uh, you'll learn very quickly to speak chess if you watch the stream. And my favorite clip that you play, uh, very briefly want to touch on this. Uh, it, it shows you and RSG, redshirt guy, playing, playing Mario Maker and Carl Sagan raids you. Oh, yeah. And you fall <laughs> off your chair. It is an amazing, amazing moment. <laughs> Yeah, it's super awesome. That was the second time Carl Sagan raided me. The first time was really epic, but that was really special because Wretched Guy was there, and we both watched Carl Sagan mm-hmm. on YouTube before we even knew uh, 
who what Twitch was. Yeah. And me and him would hang out and watch Carl Sagan. And also, we played Carl Sagan's like uh, Mario levels, Mario mm-hmm. uh, Mario Maker One. And he had a series called Kaiso Kindergarten, and we learned how to do shell jumps and stuff like that. Uh, but that was back then, you know, Mario Maker Two. Shell jumps were completely different. <laughs> yeah. Yes, very, very, very much different. Uh, if uh, I, I don't think you have a schedule when art when redshirt guy joins you, it's just whenever uh, yeah, exactly. time, right? Yeah, yeah. Whenever. So if you're listening and you want to check out some uh, red shirt guy joining chess, <laughs> just make sure you follow his channel and check him out every night. One of those nights, red shirt guy will be there, and it's a good time. It it's is. a good time when they're both there. <laughs> uh, okay, so I also that that's our first voicemail. I do have another one. This one was just sent in today, actually. So let's uh, check out what this is. Hi, this isn't Lobster, and I am not pranking you. Is your refrigerator running? Oh, you better catch it. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard, is your refrigerator running? You better catch it. Bye. I couldn't hear the the, the beginning part of that. What was was that? (laughs) It says, hi, this isn't lobster, and I am not pranking you. Is your refrigerator running? Oh, you better catch it by. <laughs> These are the kind of voicemails you can send us. It might get put on the air. Send us voicemails. Oh, good. <laughs> it gives us a laugh. It gives us some, something lobster. to talk about for two seconds. <laughs> we love you, lobster. <laughs> uh, th- thank you, uh, uh, RSG and lobster, for the voicemails. Amazing. Um, if you do send in a voicemail and you do want to remain anonymous, you don't have to. Dro- if you if you don't drop your name, I, obviously I can't give you any credit. But uh, let me ask Ashley a question. If you want your name on there, go ahead. Sorry, let me ask Ashley a question. Was this done on on, on stream? The retro guy thing. Oh, you want me to give you the lore? Yes. <laughs> uh, I co- I contacted Redshirt Guy off stream to. Oh leave. wow, yeah. that's, yeah. that's genius. <laughs> I <Wow>. did. <laughs> <laughs> that really surprised me. <laughs> Uh, for our listeners, too, we do offer also an email address that you can send in your questions and discussions, too. If you'd rather do that instead of a voicemail, it is email at arcadeparlorcast.com. Again, that's email at arcadeparlorcast.com. Uh, we're at the point in our uh, episode now where we kind of go round table. If there's anything anybody here wanted to say earlier maybe we just blew past the subject and you you just didn't get the word in or something like that or something completely just the topic just never even came up or anything Uh and you want us to touch on it for a few minutes this is when we we kind of get that stuff out of the way uh i'll start with uh i usually start with ashley because she's always just the the top one on my screen with the with the alphabet alphabetization that goes on here so ashley do you do you have anything i got a couple things i usually i usually do uh First of all, I wanted to say, I wanted to touch on quickly that uh, Chess was talking about the music in Mega Man, and I've never played Mega Man before, uh, none of the games, but let me tell you something, I know every single song in Mega Man 2. It is such a classic um, OST, and I feel like that game, I feel like when that music comes on, whether it was like a staple in your childhood or not, those are just some serious jams and i just had to say that mm-hmm. um completely agree and be, be, before you go on yeah. before you go on 
Um, Chess, what is the best Mega Man 2 song? And it's Metal Man, right? <laughs> it's gotta be Wily. Wily Castle. <laughs> you think Wily? I, I love Metal Man. I love Man's Metal Man theme too. So much. No, I love Bubba. So I love all of them. <laughs> uh, but I would have to argue that it's gotta be Wily, you know? Wily? Yeah. I can respect I respect it. I respect it. Even though, like, right, Ashley, something curious, like, really quick, like, even though I love the Metal Man, the, the Mega Man 2 soundtrack, like, nostalgically, and I love Mega Man 3 title track as a single track better than Wily. Just, but it's just me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, as a whole, I, sure. I, I think that's an amazing, probably the best soundtrack. Gotcha. So, uh, one other thing, I just got done with a, uh, four part series of playing one singular level in Mario Maker. Uh, it took me between eight and nine hours, uh, to play this level. Uh, thank you for that. Thank you. Um, and it's a level that's not particularly difficult. I don't think for most, but you know, I'm getting, I'm on the road to get good. I actually sent it to you, uh, Dave, the other night in your viewer levels. And what did it take you like 20 minutes to beat it? If that. <laughs> the shade. That wasn't too long. Um, it took me hours, and that's okay. There were so many new tricks that I uh, that I learned, and the level creator actually came into my chat today when I streamed, and he, nice. he has a lot of different levels in the top 100 expert and super expert, and I got to tell him how much his levels have meant to me and how much they've made me get good. So, like, that was a super wholesome moment in my day today that awesome. I wanted to share. Cool. Uh, Sweet. Last but not least, the only other thing I wanted to touch on was um, chess. This is not technically your first time on Arcade Parlor. You're right. right. (laughs) You have technically you have technically been here before. If you want to talk about that for one second, Uh, I I called and I left a voicemail and it was (laughs) like a like a joke. Uh, I I uh, asked. one of your guests, Cheese Puffs. Uh, you know, I, I, I just asked, like, who would you pick, Barry Bonds or, or Sid Green? It's a whole baseball joke that, that we have <laughs> going on. And he talked about it. But it's it's kind of like a, like, like, a, like a rub it in your face type of joke that, you know, Atlanta Braves won in 91 or something like that. It, again, I'm not... I just, you know, that, that was a, you know, when I was a kid, my, my dad watched a lot of baseball. So I, I watched a lot of Braves too. And also in Panama, we didn't have a lot of channels. So TBS, you know, Atlanta Braves. <laughs> Cheese Puffs is going to hate this segment, by the way. Just, just wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to let our listeners know if the voice sounds familiar, you have heard him before. Uh, and that was a great segment. <laughs> yep. Anything else, Ashley? Uh, that's it for me. All right, Jackson. Do you have anything? I do not. No. <laughs> Nothing extra to add. Nope. Nothing you haven't eaten anything weird. <laughs> Nothing. I haven't <laughs> ate anything weird. I'm thinking about like I don't know, downing a jar of salt or something. I feel like a lot of salt is going around the community. <laughs> Just do it for content. That's no, that's why we're here. Else. All right. Uh, Chess, do you have anything extra? Uh, not really. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I the only thing that, that, that I feel like I didn't talk about a lot was Frank Zappa. And I'll talk about very briefly. 
Uh, when I discovered Frank Zappa, like I stopped looking for new music. I felt like I found the the, the perfect uh, artist for me, and did a lot of uses a lot of comedy in his music, and very technical, lots of different styles: jazz, rock, fusion, everything. He's just like my number one, and he was very very prolific, and he would at times release like five six albums every year like what he had like he released like 50 albums in his 25 year career it was insane wow and i ended up having when i lived in panama close to 50 sapa albums i became wow obsessed with him and i feel like i owe a lot to him he he just the influence is unavoidable and uh you know i really love him and uh very very inventive lyrics very, very against the the musical grain, so to speak. Very anti, like he didn't want to be commercial or anything, but he was very successful because he had a fan base that, that really uh, loved him. And uh, I, I learned a lot from him, and I also branched out musically by listening to his alumni, like his musicians and, mm-hmm. and the projects they did. And uh, I just wanted to add that. That's all. Cool. Cool. I got uh, Go. I got, go for I it. I got one more thing. I just wanted to make sure our listeners knew. It is 97 days until Tears of the Kingdom comes out, uh, which is the yeah. sequel to Breath of the Wild. When, the, when this uh, podcast comes out on Monday, it will be 95 days until Tears of the Kingdom brought to you by me. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome that was a lot of hype for that one yep. it's coming soon coming very, soon very hopefully, hopefully no hopefully no delays or anything so yeah don't we'll don't, see don't talk about that <laughs> right right <laughs> <laughs> uh okay and then this brings us uh uh to our self promos we go around the room and we allow everyone to if you got any upcoming projects uh in it doesn't have to be on twitch necessarily just something that your name is attached to that you want people to check out um, this is the time where we can use uh, just a moment just to, you know, give a little bit of something that might be coming up. Uh, Chess, you're our guest. Why, why don't you tell us uh, what you got going on? What, what do you do on I, a daily? What do you what do you got coming up? I appreciate it. I guess uh, in the self-promo, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Chess underscore WC. Get that out of the way. But I do have a really cool uh, really cool thing that's going to happen in, in February 14th, Valentine's Day. And uh, it's going to be like my first kind of i guess sponsored hashtag sponsored uh i got stream keys <laughs> oh, sweet i uh i contacted somebody uh i contacted uh someone on, on i saw something on on twitter and i i dm them and and i i basically what it is is the tall plan shmup collection volume one is coming out on steam by bitwave games and I DM them, and they sent me a stream key, and uh, I'm gonna play these games on stream: Truxton, Outzone, Twin Cobra, and Zero Wing. And wow. Zero Wing is a shmup on for the Sega Genesis, that is actually the the originator of that meme. All your base are belong to us. It's from that <laughs> game. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm super excited. I'm and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna play all these shmuppies on 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 that day, and I'm super excited about that. So that's one of the things that I have coming up. And also in March 11, uh, which is a Saturday, I'm very excited. It's going to be 
my four-year anniversary, and it falls on a Saturday, so I'm wow. very, very excited. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> very excited. <laughs> very excited. And last but not least. That's what we were missing in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> last but not least, I do kind of want to make an announcement. If if anybody out there likes chess, I play chess every Sunday, and uh, we're trying to do... Uh, uh, we're trying to do like chess tournaments on Sundays, and uh, like they're called arenas on light at lightchess.org, but uh, it's like mini tournaments. So if anybody ever wants to kind of play some chess, just uh, on a Sunday at two p.m. Eastern time, just that. Awesome, very cool. Ashley, what you got? Here's what I got. Uh, you can find me, uh, Ashley. With two E's underscore FL on twitch.tv. I'm currently streaming Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday nights from 9 p.m. Eastern until midnight and beyond. Uh, I'm also on YouTube, the same name, Ashley underscore FL, and Twitter as well. I have a TikTok uh, that I put uh, weekly content on, which is Ashley underscore Florida, all spelled out. Uh, I do have a couple of cool streams coming up, one of which is also on Valentine's Day. Um, it's going to be the first time I'm doing viewer levels in many, many, many months, possibly even over a year. Uh, I will be your Valentine on that day. If you got no one else to be your Valentine, you come hang out in Ashley, Florida, and we're going to have a great time. Also, this Tuesday, which is uh, February 7th, uh, my regular stream time, 9 p.m., uh, I'm doing a very special stream. It's called Oops. All chess levels. I will be, <laughs> I will be playing awesome. a whole stream of only chess uh, underscore WC levels, precision levels, uh, all night long. Definitely come hang out with me that night. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Excited. Jackson, what do you have going on? Uh, I'll keep it quick. I'm Bleachy B. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube and TikTok under Bleachy underscore B or just Bleachy B should be able to find me there. Um, I'm posting some TikTok content, posting some YouTube content. Uh, should be having more of that coming our way, coming your way, not our way, your way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for me, it's uh twitch.tv slash poncho taco you can also go to ponchotaco.com if you want it'll take you right to my twitch channel um uh sunday monday wednesday friday all starting at nine o'clock uh mario maker geo guesser uh sega Re sega genesis retro stuff going on any any of those days of the week uh, maybe even an elden ring here and there if you want to watch me I don't, I don't know try the same boss over and over again for for an hour or two straight you can see it right there <laughs> uh with that said uh guys everybody thank you for joining me uh, can i say something i really appreciate yes, you guys go. inviting me had so much fun and uh every episode i've heard the other episodes before i was invited really really awesome podcast i invite everybody to check out the other episodes as well thank you for listening and thank you for having me really you guys are a lot of fun athlete Luigi, and Pancho Taco. thank you so much thank you for joining absolute blast absolute blast here there's been some good with moments, man. Yeah, it's it's moments. Moment. Right? It's it's moment. 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 <laughs> All right. Everyone, have a good night. We'll catch you next month. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye-bye.